0: Welcome to Your Work, Your Way. This is the podcast where you learn to get in touch with your inner CEO with soul. Learn to take charge of your career. Learn to show up with confidence in a way that is aligned with who you really are. I'm your host, Lisa Filia, Master's in Psychology, Certified Life Coach, Expert Career Confidence Coach, and founder of Believe C. Let's dive in. The number one technique that you need to hone in order to excel in those interviews is your energy. Because the energy you bring to your interviews is going to impact how you show up and how you respond. To each question. If you're coming in an energy of hesitation, of insecurity, of not sureness, then the way you respond, it's gonna come through. It's gonna come through in your tone, in your voice, in the specific words you end up using, in the way you phrase your questions. If you feel scattered and unsure, your response will be scattered and unsure. And so the reason energy is number one is because energy impacts everything else in that interview. And it's not just impacting you and how you respond. Your energy is impacting the person that you are in the room with, or even if it's a virtual call that you're sharing the space with. Your interviewers will pick up on your energy, whether they're consciously aware of it or not. First impressions matter, and a lot of times those first impressions are not from what you say they're from how you make the person you're with feel, from the energy that you're emitting. Subconsciously, little cues that our brain takes in as we're assessing the situation. Your energy does the same in an interview. And so what you want to do to be able to really ace those interviews is to get yourself in an energy of confidence, in an energy that you know your value in an energy that is the consultant, powerful, competent creator that you are. We want to get you brilliant feeling. We want to get you in your light, in your awe, not from a place of cockiness, but from a place of grounded confidence that is based in you being connected to your value and your worth. When you feel this way in your interviews, You interview more powerfully, you respond more elegantly, and you really command the room in a way in which the interviewers are hanging on what you're saying because they're engaged in your conversation, because they feel your energy, your passion coming through as you share about yourself and how you can support them. That is why energy is so important. And so, today's episode, I'm going to be sharing tips to help you hone that interview energy so you can show up powerfully. And if that is something you want help with, join me in one on one coaching. This is what I do I help my clients ace their interviews so that they can get the job that they want, the job that calls to them. And if you're not sure what that job is, I help you clarify what it is so you can be moving forward to create the career that you want. And if you're in the business realm, don't worry. I've got you too. A lot of times, the same techniques I talk about for interviews applies to the business setting, applies to your calls with your clients, your uh, discovery calls or your mini sessions or your consultant uh, consultations that you do is an interview. You are with your client, that potential client that you're working with. That's an interview. It's not maybe quite the same Process and formalities of a job interview, but it is the same thing. You're being interviewed to work with that client, and you're interviewing that client to see if you want to make an offer for them to be supported by your service or product. And so this episode will help you, business owners, out or you, sales professionals, out as well. Okay, that is where we're going today. And before I give you the specifics in what this looks like to cultivate the energy, I want to share a work win. In today's win, I am celebrating one of my clients who has just made an incredible big decision in his life and how he wants to move forward. There are moments in our life when we realize we want to change directions. We want to change paths. And sometimes that means doing a new certification, changing jobs, going to a professional school or a trade school, uh, pursuing higher education and different degree. They're all different ways in which we are furthering ourselves. And so today, I'm celebrating my client who's made the decision to take his exam that will get him in to a program that he is interested in. Now, specifically, I want to celebrate his decision-making process. He was trying to decide when to enroll in the test that you need to take in order to qualify for the program that he's interested in and he could do two options he could work and do it in a couple months or you could wait a little longer and do it several months from now and so it was really a question of when do you want to take it now or later And his brain had a lot of reasons for why either option was a viable option. And so this is where it's really easy for us to get stuck spinning in our heads about what we should do. But Here's the thing. Sometimes we already know the decision that we want to make. We just need to give ourselves permission to make it. And so through coaching over text, we uncovered what it was he wanted to give himself permission to do. And he was able to see that, give himself permission, and honor where he was with it. And the decision that he wanted to make was to wait and do the test later on. Now, this is not this client's default mode. This client's often going quickly and courageously, yes, but quite fast in terms of moving forward, adding more, saying yes, doing more. And it's really served him in a lot of ways. But what he realized was in this case, it was not serving his highest good, his highest desire. What would serve his highest desire would be to wait so he had more time to ground in the studying process for the test to honor some of the other commitments he would already made for his life and his career. But waiting felt wrong in a way because it wasn't what he normally did. It wasn't how he normally Did things. And so that is why the spin had kept coming, is because he'd wanted to wait, but he also wanted to move forward because moving forward was his way. And through our process of asking questions and getting clear on what he wanted and what felt supportive to him, and in getting clear on what he wanted to give himself permission to do, if there were
1: no rules. There was no right way. He knew he was able to connect with that answer within, make his decision,
0: and realize that this was not just about when to take this exam. It was also about letting go of an identity that no longer served him, an identity of always needing to go quick and fast. And that's often the time when it's the hardest to make decisions and it's often the most uncomfortable because we're letting go of an identity that we're used to holding on to. But sometimes those identities no longer serve us. And so I am celebrating this client not just for making this decision, but for allowing himself to evolve and grow into this next version of who he is, for giving himself the grace to take some time with this decision, to come to terms with what he wanted, and for giving himself permission to move forward, even though it felt contradictory to who he'd been in the past. And so I am honoring this client for that. This is a true win. Congratulations. And for all of you listening to this now, I do have a question I want to ask you.
1: What do you want to give yourself permission to do? What do you want to give yourself permission to drop? Ask yourselves those questions and it can help you
0: get clear on what you're really wanting, what you're really wanting to call in for yourself and to let go of for yourself so you can move on to the next level of what you're wanting for you and creating that in your life, in your career, and in your own self-identity. Okay, now we're going to talk about energy. Energy is our great initiator. It initiates us forward into calling in the words that we want to use or feeling like we don't have any words to use depending on where energy is at. Energy allows us to see possibilities or see the limits. Energy allows us to feel connected to others or detached from the world at large. Energy is our great connector. When we allow it to be that way, our great conduit, when we allow it to be for change for ourselves, because at the base, when we strip everything else away, we are left with our energy. And if we take this truth into our interviews, what that means is if we want to transform how we interview and we want to feel confident when we interview, the way to do that to the core To change us at a foundational level and how we show up in those interviews at that core level means changing our energy. And so I am now going to share with you some ways you can hone that energy for your interview so that you feel more confident, more powerful, and more in touch with how you can offer value to that company, to that organization, to that job that you are wanting, that you are ready for, but you might not be letting yourself fully hold on to that vision just yet. And so this episode is going to help you with that. Now, every technique I'm about to share with you are not only ones that I've used to help my clients get jobs. They're also ones that I've used In my life to get incredible interviews for dream positions before I went off on my own and started my own business. These are all techniques I used and had incredible success with. So I know they work at a personal level. I've seen them work at a career level for my clients as well. So they can work for you too. And the first strategy that I want to share with you is about visualization. You may sometimes roll your eyes when you hear the words visualize or visualization. Oh, just visualize it. Because it can sound a little hokey, like you're just pretending, you're just imagining and you've got real stuff to do. Why are you wasting your time on that? And if that's how you're feeling or thinking, I've been there, I know that place and I get it. And so what I want to do is I want to share some research with you because I myself am very data appreciative. I'm a data-minded individual. I use my mind very often in my life. And I think when we can have some research to found these principles on around visualization, it can help your ego get on board with the power of visualizing. So I'm going to share a study with you now that'll really help point out why visualization has a research backing, and why it can be so powerful for you in your interviews. Researchers split participants into three groups. And what they did was they measured how many free throws the people were making in each group. And what the goal was was to see how effective visualization versus actual practice could be in the athlete's ability to score free throws. And so what they did is they had the first group. So there's three groups. The first group would practice free throws every day for an hour. And so they measured them the first day. And then we're going to measure all of these groups again, 30 days later. And so the first group was practicing every day for an hour, actually throwing free throws with a basketball, with a hoop, and actually going through the real life motions of doing it. Now, the second group... They just visualized themselves making those free throws for those 30 days. They just took time in their mind, closed their eyes, imagined themselves doing well, making free throws. Imagined the baskets going in the hoop, imagined them making the shots over and over. And then the third group didn't do anything for those 30 days. And so then at the end of the 30 days, the researchers tested the groups to see how they did how well how much did they improve if at all in their free throw scoring abilities well that first group that had practiced throwing 3 free throws in real life every day their performance from the first day to when they retested it improved by 24%
1: pretty
0: impressive but also not surprising because They were practicing every day for an hour. You would anticipate that there'd be some improvement. What is truly impressive is that the second group, which did not touch a basketball, which was not shooting baskets,
1: their ability to make free throws, their performance improved by 23%. Now, the third group, which was the group that didn't do anything for
0: those 30 days, didn't improve. So that's not surprising. They didn't do anything. What is most surprising here is that simply visualizing success changes your brain to allow you to have success. Now, we don't need to actually get into the ways in which the brain changes, but it does. There's other research to show you the ways that the brain is impacted by visualizations. But before we get too into the weeds here of the research, I want to point out how thrilling this news is because it means that you can visualize your way to success. I find this study to be thrilling Because it shows the power of our mind, but not just our mind, also our emotions. Because to make visualization really effective means you have to get in the energy of what it would feel like to actually succeed. And so in this this study, if we carry on the example here with basketballs and shooting free throws, it's not just that you close your eyes and you imagine yourself shooting a basket and that's the end of it. It's not transactional. You actually want to put your feelings into it. You want to imagine the smell in the stadium. You want to imagine the texture of the basketball on your fingertips. You want to imagine the air that whooshes across your face as you jump up to make the shot. You imagine how it sounds when you hear the whoosh of the basket going right into the hoop. You feel how it feels to have succeeded in throwing the free throw. You hear the ball. You hear maybe the fans, the crowd in the background. You use these elements, not just your senses of sight and sound
1: and uh, touch, but also, also how you feel. But the takeaway for you is
0: you could get 50 interviews and use each interview to to practice your skills and feel more confident, and it does work. That's actually why people will often do mock interviews where they pretend they're on an interview and they have someone interview them uh, as like a dress rehearsal for the real deal because they want to get the practice in. And that can work because doing that can help you hone your interview skills so you're more successful. But instead of needing to go on 50 interviews or schedule a bunch of mock interviews, you also could close your eyes, visualize your success in that interview. And the power of doing so can transform how you think, how you feel, the way your brain responds to you to help you feel more confident in that interview and actually succeed in that interview. And that is why. Energy is so important because through visualization, what are you doing? You're shifting your energy. How are you shifting it? With your ability to imagine that childhood skill that we got to learn how to imagine, to play pretend as if things were real, to play house as if you really were playing house. It wasn't just a game. It felt real. And that's what you want to do in order to use visualization to help you in the interview process. So let's move away now from the research on basketball and free throws and make it now about you and your job interviews.
1: Because if you can visualize and improve shooting a free throw
0: almost just as much as actually shooting those free throws, Then the same concept can be applied to you in your interview. You don't need 50 interviews to start feeling good about your interview abilities and sometimes if all we do is keep doing interviews but we're not getting feedback and we're not helping ourselves to see how to improve and how to get better and how to feel into our own abilities to be successful on the job and we just use each interview to knock us down, the actual act of interviewing could even make things worse. We have to think about how we're preparing for these interviews, and we have to think about how we're using each interview to inform our next interview. And instead of needing to have a bunch of interviews to show us this, we can use visualization to feel it. This shifts your energy. What I want you to do, and this is what I used to do, and this is what I tell my clients to do, and I, in fact, just last week, we were celebrating my client who aced his interviews, and got his dream job. Well, he was taught these same techniques, and you can use them too. And the idea of visualization, what you want to do is right before your interview, I like to do it about five minutes before I plan to either go into the office if it's in person or join the call if it's remote or on Zoom. About five minutes before,
1: I close my eyes. I picture myself going into that room, whether it's a virtual room or
0: like a Zoom room, something like that, or an actual place I'm walking into.
1: I picture myself going in there. Picture myself in the outfit I'm actually wearing. I hear the sound of my shoes
0: on the ground or I feel the seat beneath my bottom if I'm sitting for a call. I imagine how I feel and I imagine how I want to feel, not how I maybe actually feel in the moment, but I imagine feeling grounded because I know that I would be so great at this job. And I imagine that I've just answered an interview question. I don't imagine the specific question because I feel like that just makes me get nervous. So I never imagine the specifics of what was said. I just imagine the scene of what it would look like and how it would sound and how it would feel. So I would imagine the interviewer smiling and nodding at something I just said, their eyes lit with delight. And I would imagine me laughing because we just shared a funny joke or a funny moment that was completely on point and demonstrated my fun, vibrant personality, but also my skill set, and that I was fun and that they were fun too. I imagined them leaning in and asking for my input about something related to the job. And then I'd imagine me nodding, having a brilliant idea of exactly how I could help them, sharing my idea with them giving an example of maybe how I'd done it in the past. And they nod along and they pause and they take notes. I imagine that I see the expression on their face change when they realize I am the one that they'd been looking for for this job. And I imagine the feeling of relief pulsing through me when I realize too that this is the fit for me. And I imagine the interview wrapping up now And they look at me and they tell me something like that they don't usually do this before and they hadn't been planning on doing it, but that they were going to offer me the job. And I imagine them telling me the details of the job. I don't actually picture what the details are. I just imagine that they've told me the details and that they're beyond my wildest expectation and that it feels right. I imagine that I say yes and I let them know that I'm interested. And I imagine we shake hands if it's in person. And now I fast forward and imagine my first day on the job. I imagine going into the office if it's an office position or whatever the position is, you would want to imagine that for you, whatever the setting would be. And I'd imagine myself saying hello to the people as I walked by, feeling confident, feeling in my own power, feeling like I was where I belonged. And I'd imagine the people seeing me saying, hey, hi, how are you? So good to have you. I imagine walking confidently to
1: my desk and sitting down ready to start the day. And that is what I would do before these
0: interviews. It put me in my power because it was very feeling driven. If you noticed as I was describing it. I started by talking about the senses, about feeling the seat beneath my bottom or feeling my feet or hearing the sound of my heels or whatever my shoes were on the ground. So I started with those senses, but then I moved into the feelings, how I would feel, how I thought they would feel, the knowing, the sense of inspiration that I was getting in the interviews, the lightness, the relief, the grounded power, the connection. All of that. This was me shifting my energy. And I wouldn't stop the visualization until I actually felt it in me, until I actually felt shifted. That's what I would do. And so that tool in itself can change the fate of how an interview goes for you because it gets you shifted out of your head and into embodying your brilliance from a place that's grounded and connected. And I keep emphasizing groundedness because this isn't about making you feel cocky and like you know best and shame on them for not seeing it. No, it's about seeing your interviewers as comrades with you in it, confidently talking with them and being aligned together in it. It's about collaboration coming through in your interview because they see your brilliance and expertise and you see it too and you see how you can help them and how this could be a great place for you. This is shifting your energy and this gets you further interviews. This helps you think clearly when you actually walk into the interview in real life because you're in a place of groundedness and the way our brain stores memories, it generalizes things into themes to help us easily know how to respond to situations. And so if you're in an energy of hecticness and chaos, your brain's going to be pulling things from a place of hecticness and chaos, and it's going to be harder for you to see how great you could be. But if you're in an energy of grounded confidence your brain will start seeing your past from this place of grounded confidence and when you felt grounded confidence before. And it'll help you not only come up with examples to demonstrate why you'd be great for the job you're applying for, but also to tell those examples in a way that demonstrates your grounded confidence, your skills, your expertise, your ability to think through problems, to move beyond obstacles, to come up with new solutions, to be empowered, to be a thought leader in what you're doing. Because you're accessing the energy of the leader that you are, that energetic, self-confident energy that allows you to make those moves. This is what energy does for us. And this is why visualization can be such a powerful tool. Other ways to use energy to help you and to shift your energy is to use sound, to use songs. Have a playlist of songs that pump you up. And it doesn't have to be that the words pump you up, though they might, just songs that make you feel good, that make you feel alive, that make you feel aligned, that make you feel free. Listen to those as you're driving
1: to the interview or as you're getting ready beforehand for the interview. This will help shift your energy because energy
0: is vibration and sound is vibration. And so you can use the sounds around you to help you get yourself into an energy that allows you to be aligned with your highest power, with your highest truth, with your
1: self-worth, with your value with knowing that you have something worth sharing. Another way to help you get into an energy that
0: will bring your confidence out is to stand how you would stand if you already felt confident. Imagine yourself in that interview sitting or standing like you would sit or stand if you felt confident. And do this before you go into that interview and do this while you're prepping for the interview and do this as much as you can to help yourself get into the feeling of confidence. To help yourself embrace the energy of your worth,
1: to help yourself reconnect to it so you can bring it into those interviews. There's another tool that I want to share with you. And this is one that I've used
0: I u- for, gosh, my whole life, really. I remember when I was applying for graduate programs, I even used this for my grad school interviews. And it's, uh, it's called I Am Statements. The I Am Statements help you reconnect to your energy. And this goes beyond an affirmation or a mantra because it's based On how you feel. You don't stop saying it until you feel it. And what I would do, and I used to use this really since the beginning of interview processes. And I'm remembering specifically when I was getting interviews for graduate programs and trying to decide which graduate program I wanted to do years ago. I remember sitting in the car before one of my grad program interviews. In repeating I am phrases to myself to reconnect me to who I was beyond my insecurities, beyond my self-doubt, beyond my nerves. So the idea wasn't that I was trying to deny that I had doubt or nerves or insecurities. No, we don't have to try to get rid of those. We can acknowledge that they're there. And then the I am statements remind us of who we are beyond those.
1: So, I remember sitting in my car getting ready for this interview and repeating I am statements
0: to myself. And what I am statements are are statements of I am, and then you fill in the blank. And you can start with ones that you already believe in, and then you transition into ones that you want to believe about yourself that you. Kind of know intellectually are true, but you maybe aren't really feeling connected to you at that moment. And I like to fill in the blank with words that would help me feel confident in an interview. And so I would use words related to that. And then you end with just the phrase, I am
1: or I am God or I am all that is to remind you of who you are at the highest level. Who we all are at the highest level. And so it would look something like this. Again, starting with things I already knew and believed in easily,
0: going into ones I wanted to believe to help me in my interview, and then ending with the highest
1: level I am. So it would look like this I am here, I am in this car. I am nervous, and that's okay. I am excited. I am eager. I am ready to learn. I am confident. I am confident. I am valuable. I am true. I am here. I am love. I am confidence. I am valued. I am self-worth. I am. I am. I am all that is. I am God. I am universe. I am. I am. going through that process would reconnect me to me as a human, but then all the way beyond that
0: to reminding myself of all that is and the peace that we are in this
1: great vastness of the universe that we live in. And so find ways to help yourself reconnect to you. The heart of who we are is
0: self-confidence because the heart of who we are is this energy and this energy is
1: abundant life force. It is our worth. It is never in question. So it means it's always accessible. Connect yourself back to that energy, to the energy of all that is and it will help you to be connected to your confidence to know your value, and to
0: shine in your interviews because of it. Thanks for listening to today's episode. And if you loved what you heard, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. I help my clients to show up and do their work their way with soul. Whether it's so you can excel in your current role, or so you can figure out what you want for your next role and get that role coaching can help you get there. It begins with a consult. Sign up for yours by going to believeseed.com schedule. This is your free call and it is that first step towards that new life, that transformation into you doing your work in your way with salt.